There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? Gobble Gobble, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, what's up? Hey. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. In America. Yes, in the U.S. Canada's already had theirs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We celebrated on Canada's Thanksgiving. Last month. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. this last month. So So, this is our second Thanksgiving of the year. Thank you, Canada, for that. We get two turkeys this year. Yeah. Uh, Probably three or four, right? Because we had one. Three or four. Did we have one for Easter? I don't remember. I don't think we had one for Easter. I'm pretty sure I made a tri-tip. Okay. Well, anywho, we're here for Oak Island Podcast. Yes. On Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah. And those of you that are joining us live. Well, thanks for taking us to your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. So um, we had a fun episode. Of course. Of the Curse of Oak Island. Yeah. If the ox shoes fit. Yeah. So we had lots of ox shoes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, that surprised me because they acted like they had found them a lot. You know, yeah. and we haven't really seen that. You know, it must not have been very important, uh, like, in t- to them, all right? Mm-hmm. Like, when they find them before, they're like, meh. Yeah. But, I mean, they seem to find a lot of them. Well, I had even taken down, uh, like, the direct quote from Jack that he mentions to Carmen. So these are not like the ones we've brought you in years past. And I'm going, what yeah no right and carmen holding back man yeah carmen even like refers specifically to the ones he's seen before and like their origin and stuff and i'm going whoa hold the phone um (laughs) hello dolly yeah Yeah. maybe i need to rewatch. no i don't think they ever brought it up before but carmen had said they had found or shown him some that were from germany yeah from france yeah this is the first time english so yeah but we'll get there yeah, you know, we, so we're jumping ahead because yeah, like, the ox shoes and yeah, the they're, pretty, they're fitting yeah. stuff. It was a boxing. It was just unexpected to hear that yes. they had found a whole bunch before and we just don't know about it. But we don't hear everything that goes on on the island. We only hear yeah. the stuff that they consider important at the time, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, so yeah, it is what it is. So I guess we start at the top of the episode. Yeah, at the war room. Yeah, we kind Big of. Big meeting. I mean, it's a meeting. Uh, and okay just going forward because we already know that the war rooms are spaced out like people are spaced out more because of everything going on and that we've got people some people are on the tv zooming on in Mm -hmm. and others aren't we're just gonna say they are all there all right so well who you're not gonna say who was there i well i gonna say they were there but i'm not gonna distinguish who was on the screen versus who wasn't because i still feel like they're present okay i didn't see steve you know i didn't yeah, see true uh, you know what steve wasn't in this episode at all i thought steve was gonna be ever present this year yeah because he's like i got stuff to mark and waters <laughs> to part i mean the swamp it's because he was out working he was making marty proud well was he trying to part the swamp in it? Failed? No, I think he was just out there working hard so that he could say, hey, Marty, uh, while all you guys were in there, like sitting around chatting. Yeah, I was out here working. I found the treasure. <laughs> I found the treasure. We'll talk about the next week on. And yeah, I, know, I think uh, Guppy may have found it. Maybe. 
All right. So Marty, Rick, Doug, Greg, uh, Greg, who's Greg? Greg, you're Gary. just combining people. You're <laughs> Gary, like me now. Gary, Alex, and Peter were all on hand mm -hmm. in person. Then they had a um, exactly what I said right? I wasn't going to do. But yeah, we also had Laird, Charles, Jack, and Craig. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to let people know. You know, if they didn't get to watch the show, if we're just if we're their eyes or ears about what's happening on Oak Island, you know. But is it really that different? It is because I don't know Craig wasn't there last you, week, was he? Maybe. But he zoomed on in. Yeah. So I I just assume. I think of them as all there, like these people, whether they zoomed in or not, were physically there because they were probably just in the interpretive center or the research because, center. or the research center. It's just I don't want to point out who got who drew the short straw and wasn't allowed in the war. Billy you wasn't shall there. not pass. Billy wasn't there. I know he's out there working. He is. Maybe that him and Steve were out there doing and Scott Barlow. Yeah, probably. Anyways, sorry. Anywho. All right. So um, they're chatting about ongoings on the island, right? Yep. And then, he's going to get back to work. Yeah. There's a flashback to work in the swamp with Dr. Spooner and Tony mm -hmm. Sampson using the sonar equipment. Yep. Uh, Dr. Spooner thought that there um, was a nine foot square that needed to be looked at. Yes. Of, uh, swamp land. Yep. From uh, aerial photography from like 1945 mm -hmm. and some of the seismic data from before when they did seismic in the swamp and he's yeah. doing some overlays and saying okay yeah this lines up as being something right so that that's a big deal yeah and they also had uh, noted the the feud and rivalry between yes uh, fred nolan and dan blankenship mm -hmm. and how they had used to work together Yes. And a lot of those documents from them coming together have since been lost because, you know, they weren't working together anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that the idea? That well, us? yeah. And he specifically mentions that, you know, of course, when Fred was hired to map survey the whole island in the Eisen. Okay. Sorry. In the 1960s and Fred had like, started to do some draining of the swamp and Dan's like uh-uh stop it yeah and made him like fill it back in and then fred's like do you see that shaft in the corner and then if dan didn't see the shaft <laughs> oh it's one of those is he just being sneaky like there's a shaft in that corner okay. or was he being honest yeah. and right now maybe he was just feeling pretty pretty hurt and mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to hurt you, sucker. Yeah, take <laughs> I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to tell you that there was a shaft over there, even though there wasn't. Yeah, but you know? it but seems like nine foot square. square. Yeah. <laughs> As Dr. Spooner puts up in his uh, L7 Yeah, he tried to and... make a square and that didn't. <laughs> it was like a funny. circular. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Anywho, yeah. uh, we're jumping ahead. Well, so another, another thing is like, you know, maybe what if uh, Fred Nolan was right? And later on in this episode, about something completely different, we had Marty Lagina saying that treasure hunters have blinders. Uh, yes. Know? And so maybe uh, Dan Blankenship, you know, was had his blinders on at that moment and said, well, I'm not focused on that, so I'm not going to look at it. Mm -hmm. I got my own things. You know, that's what... <laughs> 
I'm I'm guilty of the same oh, thing all the time. You know, when we're Deidre and I work on these treasure hunts together, and I just have like laser focus on one thing. Deidre says, "Well, what about this?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. This, this, this." Yeah, you and know? I'm like, "Well, let me try to disprove you because." how do you know your theory can hold up if mm. i can't disprove you so let me poke some holes if i can't poke holes in it then then it stands up that's great yeah but he gets really angry about that i don't get angry i've never been angry in my life <laughs> hey um did anybody catch us on expedition unknown last night our uh i don't episode know replayed there's I don't know how people don't know about it because I feel like it's all that's been talked about for the last year and the amount of messages <laughs> I get saying, can you please contact Josh for me? I've solved the entire secret in two hours and <laughs> yeah. I, here's me saying, please stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to contact Josh Gates for you and you didn't solve it in two hours, bud. No. And I'm There's too tired to read years and they haven't a very it, long so. theory. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. let's move on. We haven't even got out of the war room let's yet. Let's get really. out of the war room. Um, uh, they get talking about, when they were talking about the swamp, Marty bets that no one's going to disagree <laughs> and say, nah, we shouldn't drain that corner of the swamp. Yeah. He asks if everybody's on board with a major excavation uh -huh. on that corner. I think they're all in agreement. So yep. Rick asks where they need to take the spoils, like when they start you know, digging it all out. Mm -hmm. And Gary recommended taking them to the wash table. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Rick would even, like the idea that do we risk taking it to the wash table? like what's the like, risk uh, he thinks i don't know something's gonna fall out of a truck on the way there well just have a uh, uh gary behind the truck metal detecting as it goes sure. I, I don't know i think <laughs> i i'm very happy of with the idea of taking them to the wash plant to me that seems like it's gonna be the most efficient more work for steve job security <laughs> More work for steve i, th I think didn't Gary's... we just say he wasn't in this episode because he's too busy no well I think Gary's just looking out for Steve, making sure he has something to do. Because he <laughs> that doesn't eat. No, he's just making sure that the wash tables continue to restock. And the rest of <laughs> Billy's crew. It's and a joke. It's a joke. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It mm -hmm. has to make sense to be funny. <laughs> to be a joke. It's really funny to me. Because you're weird. Anywho. Um, yeah, Marty then brings up Lot 15. And the feature unknown to any of them before the season. And he said that David McGinnis found another layer of rocks beneath. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's pretty. Man, we're going we're gonna to get a lot of lot 15 yeah. this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, and David. Yeah. And Doug said that it's not consistent with just being a kiln. And Laird affirms that. Yeah, he, he pretty quickly agrees that. No, if it was just a kiln, like I wouldn't expect to see more. Yeah. And, and we'll get a little bit deeper into that uh, mm -hmm. when we get over to lot 15. Yeah. Marty then says that it was marked as a tunnel entrance to a tunnel. And that, that didn't necessarily mean anything. But then Alex pipes in. Oh, man. Alex. What does he say? Oh, he's. I'm sorry. I have a whole new respect for Alex. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> he says it does if there's a tunnel there 
And that like really tickles Marty. Oh yeah. He's like, I couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> but Alex is really okay. He has stepped up this year. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like more into it, you know. He's accepted his fate of being trapped on this island for the rest of his life. Do you life. remember <laughs> like episode two, season one? Yeah. And my clip of Alex and Marty driving out to the island. We had played it that <laughs> Oh, I think we may even have it on here on our little thing. Really? Alex, wait. Oh, let me know. <laughs> He's just looking for the button with Alex's quote. Yeah, because no, I don't see it. Um, How about here? No, it's uh, not that. That's all from Harry something Potter. else. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so Marty's driving Alex. I was like, here's where you're going to spend your summer and his response is hopefully not the rest of my life and all i just keep hearing that this episode <laughs> in my head because yeah it's the rest of your <laughs> life alex i'm sorry this is literally your legacy that you're receiving alex you're gonna find the treasure it's okay well at the end of last season mm -hmm. i remember saying to you and i think i said it on the podcast the way they're framing uh jack and alex it just it feels like they're actually going to be taking a bigger role and almost kind of like that next carrier on mm -hmm. in this season. It feels like that. Stepping up to the plate, yo. They are. They're getting more responsibility. They and are. They are they're in. Taking hold and not they're that, making us proud. Not that Jack was ever not like well, he's all in. in. He's all in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He was in, but now he's all in, right? <laughs> now he's in. He's dug his own now grave and <laughs> <laughs> like poured the dirt back in <laughs> and he's waist deep and he's just stuck yeah he's, stuck. he's part of the island that is true all right so rick says that they've got a pretty aggressive agenda this year and he mm -hmm. thinks that they're gonna have a good year and yeah that's great that's great to hear that is great to hear then we move over to a major area of focus this episode the, the swamp. swamp oh yes. man i'm excited for more stuff in the swamp and i'm really excited what their plans are for the swamp whoa that's cool like whoa so whoa. we have rick marty and Doug, yep, joined by Scott, Billy, and Doctor Spooner, out swamp at the doctor. swamp. Swample Stillskin, aka Swamp Doctor. Yeah. And really, Rick and Marty, this is their first chance to really get eyes on each of the places, talk about these projects. It, it's easier when you're there and you can see, see what's going on. Really see. put eyes on. So they all walk over there, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Dr. Spooner points out where the rebar is sticking out in the swamp. Mm -hmm. And he says that's the area where there's like a ledge drop off where him and Tony had seen that in sure. the scan and Tony had kind of felt like it. But Marty says, didn't you see like a, a square in there? And that's where he makes the weird square, not square <laughs> diamond thing with his hands. And that's the nine the foot. We got the idea. We got the idea. It's the nine-foot feature. Swamp doctor. He did just fine. He did just <laughs> fine because I don't know how he saw something from those aerial photos. Because he knows what he's looking for. That's true. Because he's the swamp doctor. <laughs> That's true. He knows how to... He knows. He just yes. knows. Okay. Yes. Yes. And Marty says, so it, it was probably a deep harbor at one time no 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 it's not probably yeah it i mean it's 
It probably was. Yeah. Not and probably could have been. It probably was. It probably was used as a harbor. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a deep one, but it, it maybe. It's know. more likely than not. Like mm -hmm. it the needle keeps moving up. Oh man, and that just goes back to Tony Sampson. He knows what he's talking about. Of course he does. For a long time. I mean, he found the paved stone area in season, in one. season one. And <laughs> here we are. Guys, you need to just bring Tony back to the island, like as like a permanent yeah, picture. He, he feels the island. Yeah, he, he knows. He speaks to it. He does. He he speaks direct. He sweet. He sweeps. He He's, speaks island. Oh, are you sure he doesn't squeak island? <laughs> squeak island. Um, All right. Marty uh, lays out the plan for building a retaining wall from uh -huh. the peninsula that encompasses the roadway. And you know, circles back to the to the island and legit new coffer dam. Yeah, I mean, Clotworthy he chimes in to explain what they're gonna need to do in order to like build it up mm -hmm. and do this particular dig. Yeah, and Irving Equipment Limited. Yeah, they're gonna come in and do something similar to what they did in smith's cove we get the coffer dam with the sheet pilings mm -hmm. and it looks like there's gonna be a pad going down over the roadway but yep. they have to bring in additional equipment not equipment additional what do i want to say material in order to make it a little bigger for this crane pad yeah. right and mm -hmm. then bring in the crane and they're going from, you know, one side pretty deep into the swamp all the way around. They're saying tie into a hill. So there's probably a raised area in the swamp over the roadway out to the high water mark on the other side and Wrap back, back around. in. Mm -hmm. Sounds simple. Whoa. <laughs> and that's that's just insane to me. They're like, oh, yeah, so we can dig everywhere. And I'm thinking you can dig everywhere except for under the excavator. And you know what? That's where it's going to be. Billy's yeah, going to be sitting on because it. Billy's going to be sitting <laughs> on the money. Okay, Billy's not running that excavator. So it's whoever else. Yeah, the crane will be there, but I because we all right. So any so Marty also says that this project is going to rival Smith's Cove, right? But yeah. then Rick is like, uh uh. He's like, no. He thinks it'll be much more difficult than Smith's Cove due to permitting issues, logistical issues. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, the wetlands. Yeah. And uh, Marty, he just pulls out his wallet and he says, here, Billy, why don't you take this? <laughs> this is what it's going to take. <laughs> Miles, just have it now. Yep. And we all get a really good laugh. Yeah. And we all know it's true. Yeah. So we didn't get. I wish Billy would have taken his wallet and ran, though. <laughs> like, I really would. And just uh, or just tackled or, him. We haven't we didn't see Steve this episode. It'd be hilarious if he just like ran by with the and stole the wallet and kept running. Yeah, it would be. Or Scott. I mean he's the project manager. So yeah, but it'd be on film, you know, it'd be real sticky, you know. Yeah. They're not getting away with it. That's true. That's even true. though I don't know, maybe they would get away with it because like legit Marty offered it up. Yeah, he, so I don't know. He pulled it out. <laughs> I was sure Billy was gonna take it. Yeah. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on with Scott gets some props here for he his does. ideas. Because he talks about, I think, yeah, Rick says it was Scott's idea to do like sheeting within sheeting mm -hmm. to be able to hold back all the swamp, right? So yeah. it's like and double it, time. So they won't encroach on the wetland, mm -hmm. you know, and I think he's being I, I, environmentally conscious. 
Yeah. Plus, yeah. he would like to deal with less swamp than necessary. I'm sure. So, I, I don't. I, but really, when they were talking about this, like maybe it went over my head. I didn't exactly understand what it meant by um, sheet on sheet. Is that like making the um, coffee dam double thick? Is that the idea? More or less. Um, okay. You wouldn't need. You wouldn't need caulking. That's true. So. Yeah, I'm sure it just, helps that it was so dry this year. Yeah, later on in the presentation from Irving, they say that the coffer dam is going to have, uh, like, I don't know, Clotworthy said multiple times, 90 sheets. Um, yeah. But or, then yeah. later on, the guy, um, David Irving, said 89 sheets. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know which one's right. I need to know. He said about 90 sheets. Yeah, and but, then, but yeah, we got them. specifically at one point. Anywho, does that mean, like, literally so let's say it's 90 and that's 45 and 45 mm -hmm. um does that mean it's just 45 it I, I mean it could be just 45 sheets but since they're doubling up it's 90 well know. they may only be doubling up over on swamp side mm -hmm. and because they're thinking that's where they'll need it but that was scott's idea and i don't mm -hmm. think they had spoken to irving yet because like you were saying uh they do end up let's just kind of dive into the area where they were in the war room yeah talking with sure, Irving, sure. right yeah. so rick marty scott alex and craig are at the war room with general manager uh david irving pile driving manager matthew kingston research and development executive patrick craig all right pile driving manager yeah, that's Dang. a sweet job description. I wonder if he was a pro wrestler before, because you know that's a that used to be a moving pro wrestling a pile driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also it's also construction, sure. So everybody's gathering around. We're getting ready to talk swamp. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about adding material so that the crane could get in there. Yeah. Um, three hundred ton crane. Mm -hmm. it's a big it's a big sucker <laughs> well that's what they're saying they're gonna okay so they're saying they're gonna need a crane that's gonna be able to handle their biggest vibratory hammer yeah, right so yeah. they they're gonna be hard pressed to find it is what they're saying mm -hmm. and what i'm wondering because think of all the pressure that's gonna be put on that pad in the roadway mm -hmm. and finding something that can take the hammer and if they need to dig up the road and not push everything aside because it's so heavy in the drilling down before all this started billy was talking about his excavator that like the pressure it puts on the ground because it's on pontoons yeah it's very light yeah it's so light it it's lighter than like a human walking out yeah. there and that they could actually drive it into the swamp if they had wanted to say yeah. it was flight. so i'm wondering if that's where this equipment ends up Likely. coming in good idea good thinking let me bring that full circle we need to there. put two and two together i know sometimes i can add <laughs> All right, so David tells Rick that they need to use the road, like you said, it's, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the pilings, like the sheets, mm -hmm. 30 to 40 feet long. Yeah. I think that's similar to what they use in Smith's Cove. Mm -hmm. You know, they drive it down about 20 feet or so, and then the other 20 feet sticking out the top. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, everybody's excited about the new cofferdam in the swamp area. Yeah, Rick looks 
exceptionally excited. Mm -hmm. We get a flash over to Rick and he's like all giddy, ready to get in there. And I was surprised. So Irving said they could be in in like a month. A month. And I'm thinking, is that slow or is that fast? Considering, I mean, they're waiting for it some like, of their equipment it to like get back. David Irving was suggesting, sorry, we don't have the equipment right now. It'll be available in a month. And so that might be slow, but I mean, it gives them time to get everything prepared. Mm -hmm. Logistics. You know, get, which yeah, we know. get everything figured out. So, I mean, Look, a month, Marty seemed very acceptable to that time frame. Yeah, I think it allows everybody time Receptive, I mean. to prep and, again, logistically trying to get stuff either yeah. through or over borders and all that fun stuff. Yep. A, a month seems fine, but I know they're on a tight time frame, so. Yeah. Craig asked uh, Irving if they were okay with the fellowship working on the north side of the swamp while they were installing all of the mm -hmm. copper dam materials and whatnot. Yep. And they said, you know what, that's not going to be a problem. So that's perfect because that is great. You know, we, they're obviously going to, you know, drain the whole swamp mm -hmm. um, and then install the copper dam so that nothing else can seep in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, I love uh, that Craig brought that up. Efficiency. I'm all about it. Mm hmm. Work smarter, not harder. 100%. All right. So back to, uh, let me see here. So I now we're we, going to lot 15. Yeah. Right? Lot 15. So that's it for the swamp this episode. Yeah. But hey, swamp, I'm excited. Lots oh of my gosh. Happen. I can't wait. I can't wait until, okay. So you're just talking about that preview mm -hmm. uh, before the season began with Maddie Blake, the Maddie yeah. Blake special, and how they were in the swamp. Billy hands uh, Maddie that big key to the island or whatever. Yes. Key to the treasure. Key to the causeway, as the staff, I called it. The topper of the Staff of Raw, right? whatever it was. And they were saying, we found something big here. Well, this is the beginning of it. This is getting down to that stuff. So <laughs> exciting. All right. We got some archaeologists working on Lot 15. Yep. And a new face. And they were recently alerted by David about this potential discovery, which is why they ran out there. Heck yeah. All right, so we have David McGinnis. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure Aaron Taylor was out there. Yes. And then we had a new archaeologist, um, at least new to our screens. Yeah. I, I have not seen her before. Yes. Liz Michaels, or is it? Michaels, is yeah. It Michaels, yeah. And uh, they show Rick and Marty what they've been up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're working in what this pine tar kiln is, right? And they get to the bottom, and you would expect to end yeah yeah but it they keep removing deep rocks mm -hmm. there's more stuff down there david said it's likely early 1700s this um pintar. and the pytar yeah the kiln and colonial mm -hmm. uh, david goes on to say that the stone looked like they were thrown in as if filling a well mm -hmm. and that doesn't make a lot of sense for pine tar kiln thing yeah uh, so if based off the data like he says it, it this it's reasonable to assume this is a pine tar kiln yep. right 1700s colonial but then we'd expect it to end we get there and he's like what is it like it looks like things are just thrown in here like if you were gonna close off a well well why do you have a pine tar kiln over a well <laughs> like it it seems very deliberate, mm -hmm. right? We know there is a surveying or 
magical rock somewhere <laughs> in that area. Just these little pieces start to. You're talking about the drilled hole rock yeah, from last week. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. it, it just these little nuggets keep keep yeah. coming. Well, Marty, he's like, yo, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. He said it could be a tunnel. Uh -huh. And David replied, well, well, we're going to test that. But he seems excited about the idea. He had a smile on his face. Yes, He's he like, did. Oh, I like I like the sound of that, Marty, but I can't say it. Yes. Like, I can't put my reputation online by just right? saying that. Right. <laughs> Marty's like, well, I'm spending millions of dollars on this island. I yeah. can say whatever I want. I just gave Billy it's my wallet. I'll do what I want. I saw on a map that Fred Nolan made. This is a possible tunnel entrance over here. So, yeah. You know. All right. So. Yeah, I mean, Marty then notes that this feature was known and was noted as the tunnel entrance, like I just said, mm -hmm. and then ignored. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he says that it shows how treasure hunters can get blinders. And he didn't think that they were making that mistake, but they wouldn't know, would they? <laughs> exactly. This is, I, I know I've brought this up here many times, a classic case of confirmation bias, right? You want it to be something so that's the blinders. So you're going to look for evidence for it to be that particular thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like a lot of times that happens with either theories or whatever it is. And or maybe this really was just something abandoned and he was right about it being a tunnel. Who knows? But Who knows? that's why you always got to have, you know, the yin to the yang. The shadow knows. The shadow knows. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So anyway, yeah, they're continuing to dig out some big rocks. Mm -hmm. And there is um, a few big, really large rocks that David would like to get out. Yeah. He needs help. He needs help. And he said they're too heavy to lift. And Rick suggests, well, they're not too heavy for me. I don't see anything I can't lift out of there. What? Is he joking? I don't even know if he's joking. I don't think he was joking. He didn't look like he was joking. But like, everybody else just laughed because my first thought was Rick smash, <laughs> Rick Hulk. Yeah. Hulk Rick. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I literally wrote, what Rick? Do you think you're the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, he is the Hulk. Marty states that the easiest way to do it is to probably get a backhoe, not Rick, and just put the bucket down in there. Rick can put the rock in the bucket if he needs help or thinks he needs help. Marty will help him, you know, so Rick doesn't throw his back out. Oh, man, wouldn't that be a travesty? Oh, man, finally gets there and then throws one of these large uh boulders made out of kryptonite you know and it takes him out <laughs> poor guy and he falls down the well yeah. um so um it, it it goes to commercial but eventually we come back to lot 15 yeah and we have uh, and here comes marty with a backhoe yeah, <laughs> with a backhoe uh liz she asks how the texture is in the soil beneath the, um where they just took out that giant stone mm -hmm. and um they wanted to know uh like if it was loose or not aaron taylor did say it was pretty loose mm -hmm. Plotworthy explained that soil that is uh primarily composed of sand uh for example would be beneficial to digging a well or a kiln mm -hmm. um where harder or uh clay rich soil would be would be better for a tunnel mm -hmm. and david aaron and liz want to make a game plan on the next steps liz wants to define it down more 
and David wants to take it down to Till. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of it for plot 15, at least for archaeological. Yeah, um, and they agree, work. right? Yeah. They want to make sure, see if there's a trench coming through yeah. there. Yeah. I want to say I was really impressed with Marty's surgical skills with an excavator. It's like he had been taking some lessons from Billy. I, get, I guarantee Billy watched that back. Or I, 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 Okay, so... It hasn't aired in Canada yet, but yeah. when it airs in Canada on Sunday, I yeah. guarantee Billy's going to watch that back and say, you have done well, Grasshopper. Yes, because <laughs> it was like a, a claw machine and the he picked it up and moved it. But what I also loved that Plotworthy pointed out was Rick and Marty want to dive into that hole and just like start chucking rocks out and get down. But the archaeologists are like, calm down. We need to define this. <laughs> we need to see what's all going on in here. Even though they just want to start clawing at it with like <laughs> their hands. They let the team do their thing. They do. So they do. Yeah, I think so. Rick did say it is frustrating having to wait, you know, a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. They they have to Go do it the, the right way. Yeah. This is an important site. It is. It's a very important site. All right. So um we had an exciting trip to uh, Oak Island Interpretive Center in this episode. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Do we want to wrap up Lot 15? I thought with... that was the end of Lot 15. What else did well, they Well, Jack and Gary. Oh, I was going to come back to that, but that's fine. Sure. I just figure we're there. Well, let me find it in my notes. Okay. Well. All right. I'm ready. Jack and Gary search, you know, nearby them in yeah. Lot 15. We can even see the archaeologists kind of working in the background mm -hmm. as they're out there doing some metal detecting. And beep, 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 beep. You know, they're getting the yeah. metal detecting on. Yeah. And Gary finds a target. Yes. In fact, he finds a screamer. Screaming iron. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff going on there. Mm -hmm. And uh Jack is very eager. He really wants to dig something. <laughs> like he's it's got some pent-up digging energy. Uh, first thing that comes up is a large broken ox shoe mm -hmm. gary states that it would have probably been from a bigger ox draft ox mm -hmm. at least four years old yep their ox shoe mm -hmm. and jack notes that they're finding them in a line yep in an area that's not known for farming you know mm -hmm. like later on i think gary is talking about how this area is just all rocky like mm -hmm. this is not an area where you're gonna be planting you know um what, anything what, what was it that uh, samuel ball was a uh, oh, cabbage. cabbage farmer you're not going to be planting cabbage over here in this no. rocky area between uh, the swamp and the money pit. Yeah, it's not that it's just rocky soil. Like, I was kind of noticing around them. I mean, we're talking, like, big boulders here. This is a, This is definitely not ideal farm land. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, Jack noted that they're directly between the money pit and the paved area in the swamp. And, you know it's it gary says this is a large beast of burden you know yeah. it's not just here for no reason yeah no absolutely and they find one more ox shoe they're like finding them like crazy yeah like they're the new coins yeah <laughs> it, they're the new cribbing spike yeah like and, and apparently they found a whole bunch more that we're not privy to yeah exactly but then they get a another hit which they pull up and, and you know it's not an ox shoe Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but Gary speculates it would be from like a horse or a uh, oxen's like collar harness. Yeah, harness collar. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> just in case you get lost in the woods, yeah, please yeah, return to. It. Yeah, it's like got a bell yeah, or like a it. cat. <laughs> he looks at it and it says it's definitely pre 1800s. Yes. And Jack's excited about uh, what they're finding as far as like that this could be an oxen trail. Yeah. Gary said that some kind of hauling was happening in this area and uh, everything's lining up. Like literally. Legit, literally. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> a trail between two important points on Oak Island. Mm -hmm. What were they transporting? What do they need all that? Uh, not not horsepower, but ox power. Yeah. What do you need the ox power for? Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. <sighs> It, this is intense if only machine. yeah sorry my time machine's broken so if it's in the time, shop right now if you had a time machine what would you do with it go talk to me some samuel ball that'd be fun i probably would like go to last week and get like the lottery numbers because i don't want to go too far back what if you can't get back you know then i would have had the <laughs> treasure on oak island like i would um play uh, whatever's the biggest lottery. Hopefully it's like hundreds of millions of dollars. And then I would take some of that money, give it to the Lagina brothers and say, Hey, this is a donation. Um, we really like what you're doing. Will you, will you do an interview They're like, with us? We're not doing anything <laughs> yet. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying like, I went, to, I went to last week. Oh, okay. Not the lottery numbers. Got it. Won a whole bunch of money, gave some money to the Lagina brothers and said, Hey, we'd like what you're doing. Will That's you do right. an interview with us? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so let's go ahead and go to where you were saying to our special trip to the interpreter. The very Center. special trip. It is actually there's more than one trip to the interpreter center this uh, episode. Okay, but we'll get to that uh, in a little bit because it's at the end of the episode. Yes. All right. So Alex Lagina welcomes conservator Kelly Barasso. We've seen Kelly before. Yeah. Welcome back, Kelly. Welcome Kelly to the interpretive center. Um, he says that they could keep them him busy all summer. But they want to start with what they got today and to show them what what uh, yeah. Gary had found in episode one and what could be a coin, what they all think yeah. could be a coin. And he sets it down in front of Kelly. Mm -hmm. Says, check this out, man. Looks like Kelly's like set up shop and staying yeah. like Alex mentions, you know, we just want to keep bringing stuff to you, but start here. And I'm thinking they kidnapped him and put him in the interpretive center well the interpretive center is closed this year so yeah I mean, so it makes might sense as well use it for something might as well i think it's pretty cool yeah it's cool i mean if i i i guess it's pretty full with when you got doug charles mm -hmm. um paul troutman all those guys hanging out in the uh research center mm -hmm. and uh you know laird's over there all the time so spread it out yeah, spread it out a little bit they got the space this year just do it yep uh like you were saying, looks like it could be a coin. Yeah. Well, Kelly was like, hey, you know what has uh, square holes in it? Mm -hmm. Chinese coinage. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he said that it could be that. Um, Clotworthy explained that coins with that design were first created in the 4th century BC mm -hmm. through the 20th century in China, right? Yep. And so... Kelly takes a bunch of images of the coin with a scale, you know, mm -hmm. showing exactly how big it is so that they have something to reference and says that it's two centimeters. He takes a toothbrush to it, cleans it up. Yep. Isn't that what he did with the, uh, the oh, brooch? Yeah. You always start with a toothbrush <laughs> yeah. or like a pokey known. stick. Such a good tool. It is a good More tool. Than just hygiene. I use it for uh, <laughs> cleaning grout and. Uh, it's not my toothbrush. No, I buy <laughs> special toothbrushes for cleaning. That's how you get in around like the light switches and then the caulking in the tub and mm. the grout. 
I mean, toothbrushes are fantastic for cleaning. Okay. Well, right on. Yeah, don't use any of the toothbrushes in my cleaning tote. <laughs> that would be gross. That would be pretty pretty terrible. <laughs> All right. So Kelly notes that um, the green-ish color on it indicates copper. Uh -huh. And Alex says it was found near what they believe is to be the pine, pine tar kiln. Uh-huh. And Kelly noted that it does have a ridge if you look really closely, and that kind of thing would indicate a coin. Uh -huh. Though it can't be defined as a coin just yet, he's going to do more research. Well, it makes sense, right? I mean, <clears throat> you don't want to jump to conclusions. Except for, like, unless you're making a TV show and they want to make your commercials around, oh, it's a Chinese coin. Yeah, no, exactly. <clears throat> that was fine. But, but no, they got a, that's fine. a hook to get And Clotworthy right? gets excited, a possible Chinese coin. Uh, Kelly just doesn't want to put his reputation on the <laughs> line yet. I get it. I get it. We get it. I wanted to know the bag. They pulled it out of the bag. Mm -hmm. I, I, I took a notes on what was on this Ziploc bag. Oh, what did it say? So it says lot 15, 1130 AM, oh. July 15th, 2020, mm. eight inches deep in the soil. So it's down pretty far. G Drayton. I'm guessing what up, G? G is for <laughs> Gary, but I kind of want to call him. Drayton G, you know, like, or Gary D, because he's a G D. <laughs> Anyways, and then it says 50 feet from SF. What's SF? I don't know. SF around hmm. here means like San Francisco. <laughs> I was going to say San Francisco, no. But Southern it was, something. when did they, where did they pull up the coin at? I'm trying well, to remember. 15. You, you just said. It was yeah, but like where, so SF. 50 feet from SF. That's where they did it. Duh. Where, but what's SF? Mm, I don't know. Uh, Samuel's <laughs> fun <laughs> funnel, uh, square feet. Nope. I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe someone in our chat would know, but and, it's really uh, bothering we'll me. Glance over there and see. We usually don't, uh, SF. Yeah. I mean, I that that SF doesn't say pine tar kiln to me <laughs> it doesn't say um tunnel entrance wow this has really got you so it really bothers you're, you're me really because i i right feel now. like there's a clue to be cracked here i want to know what sf is where's guppy when you need him i don't think he'd tell us <laughs> I, I mean they all have ndas they're not going to tell me what sf is i'm going it's probably nothing from nothing. san francisco no it's gonna bother me okay. i need to know it's well it's probably not a big deal he could probably tell you uh -uh. I doubt it if it wasn't on TV. Okay. Anywho. So if you're in the chat, please figure out what special SF Special find means. is what Janet says. There special. you go. <laughs> I like it. I'm not satisfied. <laughs> I need a different answer. <laughs> please. Says stone foundation. It. How about that? Oh, see, that's better. That's better. <laughs> oh, I, I want like special find. <laughs> I, I think stone foundation is more realistic, mm -hmm. but that is definitely not the case well there you go hi emma our daughter just joined us she just got out of bed <laughs> good morning good morning sweet girl morning. anywho yeah i think that's the end of what happened and in the uh in the interpretive center with kelly barasa right mm -hmm. all right and so let's move on to Centerville, Nova Scotia.
And we're going to go to blacksmithing shop of the famous, the world famous. The one now, and only. The one and only Carmen Lake. Okay. So Carmen is over there, you know, doing his blacksmith stuff. We got Alex and Jack showing up with artifacts because they need they need opinions and they need them rendered right now. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. So because Carmen's got it, yo. Yeah. So Jack says that Carmen is going to know exactly what these are that he's going to show them. Yeah, he's they've shown him some before. The blacksmith of knowledge. It, it's kind <laughs> yeah, of insane. Hey, that's pretty good. Kind of like um, the beard of knowledge on Pawn Stars. Exactly. Right? I always think of him as the beard of knowledge, but his beard's not quite as epic as that guy. Yeah. So. He's the blacksmith of knowledge. Yeah, yeah but I wanted to come up with like something even better than that. But I like the blacksmith of knowledge. Maybe just the blacksmith the, of truth. The bearer of knowledge. Blacksmith of truth. Isn't, yeah, that's true. Forger of truth. Forger of truth. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, you know what's going to be on his like trading forger, card. I like Forger, though. Deidre has to, uh, she said she's going to make an expansion pack. Yeah, I want to make an expansion cards pack. Where we're going to have like a Carmen Leg card. Mm -hmm. An Ian Spooner card. Yeah. You know, anybody that we may have missed that's uh, turned into a regular on the show card. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. Um, yeah, they've shown him examples of what these turned out to be. These ox shoes before. Mm-hmm. The first artifact they show him, uh, Carmen says, is a winter ox shoe. Yep. He says it's for the front left foot of an ox. It's like, really, dude? Like, how do you know by looking well, at it? The shape and I know, what? But, but it's, like, it's still impressive. It's like, I don't know. It's so corroded. It's so corroded and he's like, whatever, like I know these. a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, he could just tell because because he is the forger of truth. <laughs> the, the forger of truth. The forger of knowledge. The forger of knowledge. Oh, my gosh. And then he shows them that they had a sharpened edge for ice traction and snow. So, yeah, they're winter shoes. Yeah. And my first thought is they have shoes for different seasons. <laughs> well, they have a summer shoe and a winter shoe. Apparently. Well, and then I was thinking, well, I don't wear my heeled pumps in the, you know, winter the same way I'd wear my boots. So <laughs> it, ma it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, and they this had that case, traction going over these rocky areas. It's kind of the opposite. It's like they have a stiletto on the bottom for the winter to get into the snow. Well, maybe you need to start wearing... Maybe it. I should wear stilettos in the snow? Sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember that time you went out to show somebody a house and you... Uh, Fell down you, the stairs? Well, I thought... I've done that a few times. Oh, I, th I was talking about the time in the snow. Oh, the time I got stuck in the hill, <laughs> yeah. on the hill. I yeah. sold that house. Good job. <laughs> I sold that house that day. Good job. Yeah, I put on my boots and I carried my heels up <laughs> the hill. And I got there. I switched them out right before. <laughs> and I sold that house. What Was that in the snow? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I always got to keep a spare pair of boots and the uh, boot of the mini. Mm -hmm. Because you never know the situation you're walking into oh i've got stories for days well good job on selling that house we really Thanks. appreciate anytime it. At home. the stilettos were not helpful in that situation okay all right so back um, to the blacksmith yeah, back shop. to the blacksmith and then they noted that they if they were for summer they'd be much thicker and wider and for they were probably for an animal about 1300 pounds typically smaller oxen mm -hmm. um typically of an earlier time period and says that they were a British made shoe. Yeah. I was like, 
you know what the burnish was? all that just by looking at this thing that's like it's misshapen like that's encrusted and all i was impressed see that's that's why they go to him because like literally who else is going to know that I was like, that, that was my thought. I was like, how do you know this is a British made shoe? Because he, know, he knows all. He knows the things. <clears throat> well, he is the, the forger of knowledge. <laughs> I like that. We're going to definitely go with forger of knowledge. All right. So Alex said, or Alex asked about the difference between what would be used by a British farmer or military. Mm-hmm. And Carmen says that this definitely could have been military. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack asks that. Uh, then these are different ox shoes that they brought than what they brought him in the past. Carmen mm-hmm. says that before they brought him German and French ox shoes, like we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And he explains that this is a British style shoe dating from 1650 to 1750. And that is music to their ears. Yeah. And for so many reasons. Because <laughs> it's all before the discovery of the money pit. Exactly. And, oh my gosh. So if they're finding these ox shoes, like if they found these in season one, Marty would have been over the moon because all he wanted was something before 1795. Right. <laughs> and now they're just like, meh, another ox shoe. But yeah. I'm glad they got him checked just out. Another ox shoe. These it, ones yeah. he seem says to be a little special. It, it's for a smaller animal, yeah. maybe around 1,300 pounds. And I'm going, a smaller <laughs> animal? As far as ox What is go. this, babe? The <laughs> blue ox? Yeah. I mean, actually, babe would have been a lot bigger. A lot bigger. Maybe and Paul Bunyan lives on the island. Probably not. There's been Bigfoot farmer. sightings, though, at least That's in that true. area. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So Jack shows him another ox shoe. It's similar. Also winter. Carmen says it could be, uh, but uh, by the same marker. Uh, marker. Maker. maker. That's that's crazy. Like Carmen's looking at this and says, oh, you know what? Yeah, this look, this has the telltale signs of being from the same maker as this other shoe. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty awesome. It makes sense. I mean, you think like what? I don't know. Like, I think that's like so unlikely that they would find like if they're only finding one shoe at a time. Like, what are the odds that they're going to find two that are like almost the same? Well, in I, different spots. I more or less just meant that it makes sense that he could look at it and say it was by the same. Yeah, I mean, person. if he, yeah, he has the knowledge to do so. Yes. But like, it's just to me, it blows my mind that they would find two that could probably be made from the same maker uh-huh. and took them both to uh, Carmen Lake on the same trip. And they literally weren't even in the same spot. You know, uh-uh. if they were in the same spot and they were like discarded together, that yeah. would be one thing. Uh-huh. These don't seem to be that. So I don't know. Pretty crazy. It, it is pretty crazy. And they just keep bringing out the shoes for <laughs> Carmen. So we got a summer shoe. Yeah. And it was bigger. Yes. And it was bigger, wider, uh, but it was a, for the hind uh, leg, mm-hmm. the hind foot, uh, hoof, hoof, of uh, of an ox. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, Jack explained that all these shoes were found in a line, almost like they were hauling something between the swamp and the money pit. Almost, probably were. Seems very surprised by that. Like, whoa, you're finding this many all in the same area? Like, that's saying that this had to be a well-traveled path yeah right yeah for sure and and more industrial if you will Mm -hmm. yeah and carmen says to find so many along that uh route um would suggest major activity Mm -hmm. and just whoa and it feels like if you're getting these same kind of shoes 
actually here let me look at my notes again um yeah so the first two shoes were the ones that he thought were by the same maker and mm-hmm. those are the winter shoes yeah i was just checking to make sure if he said that that third shoe that was the summer shoe may have been by the same maker he didn't that, that wasn't noted mm-hmm. but that would have been really interesting but he says this is not something that just happened over a matter of days yeah with the british style shoe it happened over months or years because we have winter shoes mm-hmm. we have summer shoes yep um jack said yeah a massive excavation yo he yeah he <laughs> he jumped straight to that because well it's on the line to uh the paved area yeah. in the swamp yeah and karma said yeah possibly yeah, possibly <laughs> he doesn't want to like uh jump full force into there like jack but you know yeah i don't blame him yeah and so they show him a fourth artifact the other piece that they had found that gary thought was a piece of a harness uh-huh. um for an ox and um the only thing that it could be as far as carmen leg was concerned was a finial which is mm-hmm. on top of an ox cart and it's a decorative topper not it definitely won't be civilian mm-hmm. it would be from an ox cart that would be military because they're the only ones that would use any kind of knob work or possibly skull work mm-hmm. on their ox cart or wagon finials yeah it, there's <clears> no <throat> reason for a farmer to be putting decorative pieces i wonder why he suspects it has a skull on it classic oak island kind of thing yeah i don't know like he must have seen other examples of this before and when he when it gets cleaned up what if it has a skull underneath it and you, you can't even see it you know? he said skull <clears throat> work though to me that doesn't mean that there's a skull oh I, th- I figured it was like shaped like carved as a skull no kind of like the idea uh when scroll work is done it doesn't mean that it's something that looks like a scroll maybe i don't know i i, I didn't look we'll it up out. i was going to yeah maybe we'll find out uh looks like that's another job for kelly barasa yeah it's got he'll get um, it cleaned up the seam running down the side so yeah. that's indicative of make it needs a mold sure right yeah. it wouldn't have been made here on the island yep yep so i mean jack says that after his analysis of these artifacts it makes him think that there was a British military option of sorts between the money pit and the swamp. Mm-hmm. Jack can't wait to see what else they find in the air because they haven't finished detecting it yet. They thank Cameron for their time and then they skedaddle. Skedaddle? Because they got to get back to the island. They have a report to make. Mm-hmm. You notice they showed up in matching shirts? Who? Uh, <laughs> Jack and Alex. They did? Were they, they weren't in matching shirts at... Uh, with Carmen Lake, were they? Yeah, they were. Oh. Okay, so they weren't the exact same shirt, but they were like these gray uh, crew neck t-shirts. Yeah. And then we head over to the interpretive center where they're outside talking with everybody. And Peter is sitting there mm-hmm. with the same shirt. <laughs> and I, I paused it and I laughed pretty I mean, hard because notice. they're all the guys are sitting there and they're like in jeans in the same shirt. And mm-hmm. all I can think of is this is a moment where you're gonna have a you know mom's making us do a family photo and dressed us all the same (laughs) that's funny that's funny but they're like adults now and they still all have to wear the same t-shirt together that's funny okay i know i i'm way too into the fashion here but it gave me a good chuckle that's really good (laughs) 
So this is at the Interpretive Center on the patio. Uh-huh. And uh, like you said, Jack and Alex bring Carmen's analysis back to Rick, Gary, Marty, and Peter. Yep. Uh, Alex lets them know that they uh, fit in the time period of predated the money pit. So that's great. Uh-huh. That's always what they're looking for. <clears throat> Alex also explains that Carmen didn't think that they were used for farming, but for military or large scale industry. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack explained that they were likely a well traversed that there was likely a well traversed area um, where they found this, and it could have been a team of oxen hauling stuff between the money pit and the paved stone area in the swamp. Uh huh. I. Alex did a great job explaining the findings. Very good presentation, Alex. Yes, to well everybody. Done. And something that he had mentioned is that Carmen had told them that usually the ox throw one or two shoes in three months. Mm-hmm. But since they're finding so many along the same path, mm-hmm. you know, it was probably several oxen, right? And it definitely would have been over multiple seasons because we're getting different shoes. So it would have at least been over two seasons. And well, yeah, at least at least minimum. Yeah. So if not years, it, you know, Rick agrees. And the fact that they're just finding so many of them there, Mm -hmm. if you're only throwing a shoe that often, then the likelihood is there's going to be more oxen there for sure. And it's um, just more evidence. It is. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, Marty asked Gary if this is what he suspected. Mm-hmm. Gary says, yeah. <laughs> Gary's just excited. Yeah. Yeah. He's excited to, to learn more about these finds, but it's kind of what he expected. Uh-huh. Um, Gary says that it's, it's, it's exciting to, for him knowing that these were, British made. Mm-hmm. There's British activity in the area, and they were doing a lot of hauling. Yes. Uh, Rick says that we have Templars, we have Rosicrucians, we have pirates, and now they have they're throwing the British military into this. Yeah. And I wrote LOL. I I yeah I <clears throat> did the same thing. And he said it's amazing. He's LOLing. Yeah, like legit. He's he's, at, he's like yeah sure let's just throw <laughs> these guys in. This explains well, we why used the to throw the Aztecs in might as well. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. This feels like okay so in timeline the last episode of this last season we doug had pointed out there seems to be something on this table for every theorist Mm -hmm. and this is another one of those things where you say no wonder the theories are so vast with so many different theories like there is something here for everybody including the british military legit so okay why not at this point yeah here we are here we are yeah might as well throw them in uh-huh. so yeah alex shows him the finial uh-huh. uh from and he says it's probably from a military cart and that says that carmen says it's cast iron and they called it non-functional uh-huh. marty and rick um want to get it cleaned and ask um what carmen thinks it if it like does carmen think it'd be more decorative uh-huh. underneath and um alex you know said yeah and he asked if this wasn't something this or he he said that um if it wasn't something that was found in a blacksmith shop um like where did it come from right yeah and so it was made in a 
with a with a mold, mold. yeah there with high you. temperatures yeah it wouldn't have been made with what they had there on oak island exactly so it had to come from somewhere well and that that's another thing that would suggest like someone that had the means to do so like a military mm-hmm. um the gary chimes in and says decorative means it costs money you know so he's excited to hear that mm-hmm. who has money the military right and the force um alex says that it's not um what they thought it was but it's almost better and marty says yeah i think it is better than what we thought it was so pretty neat yeah and rick asks us if you know is it something we could clean up i mean i think that would be we gotta take it over to kelly and if we can see anything really about the design that's on there that could say a lot Mm -hmm. i mean pinpoint us down to a maker time a time yeah uh where the iron came from all right kelly it's in your hands no pressure but we're gonna throw this ball to you Mm -hmm. all right rick says that he's glad that stuff is getting them that all this stuff is getting them excited but he's always about the story yep he doesn't even care about the gold i think he cares about the gold a little bit just a little bit he really wants just the full story of oak island Mm -hmm. that's what's important to him and i think his brother's looking at him like Right, well. Yeah, because I just handed my wallet to Billy. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Gary says that this shows old British pieces of iron, and uh, all they have to do is find more. Um, all they have to do at this point is find British gold and silver. Sure. Well, we know where there's some non-ferrous targets. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Steve Guptill was like May- uh, almost drowning, marking one of those spots last <laughs> week, right? Yeah, from Gary's. But I still want to know why the waters didn't part. I think he doesn't want to show off. He doesn't okay. want to show off. The islands is kryptonite. All right, so that's the end of my notes for the the episode. Mm-hmm. It was Next a good episode. I, I enjoyed it though. Me too. I thought it was fun. We didn't get a whole lot of like um, you know groundbreaking things, mm-hmm. but we had a lot of fun. A lot of uh, a lot of information. Yeah, it was just, it was good. Yes. So, thank you to the Curse of Oak Island for making an entertaining TV show. As always. Congratulations on being number one. Again. Again. Okay, next week on. I did a lot of pausing. Okay, good, because I didn't even take notes of this part. I forgot. <clears throat> My bad. So enlighten me. What what's okay. happening next week on the Curse of Oak Island? So on the next week on the Curse of Oak Island, mm-hmm. we it comes in with an overhead of the swamp. So yep. it gives me the idea that we're gonna be swamp heavy, right? Yep, yep. It opens up with seeing an excavator. It we don't see anybody digging it just yet, but we hear Marty say, let's quit jawboning and dig <laughs> because Marty's ready to go, go, dig, go, dig, dig. Yeah. And looks like there's a big hole being dug, right? <laughs> good. And we get a shot of Tom is in the excavator. Oh, good. So I'm guessing they're on some of the property over there or near the swamp. I was hoping sure. maybe they were working on some non-ferrous targets, maybe. Okay. But maybe it's work around Nolan's cross. That wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a shot of Steve and Rick in someone's arms, mm-hmm. and Steve is pointing, saying, "There it is." So <laughs> there must have been an X on a map somewhere, and literally they find it. It looks like they drew it on the stone. Like it doesn't look like like when I first saw that, I'm like, "What? They found a rock with a giant X on it?" But no, it looks like. Well, this is before he touches X. the rock. He's uh-huh. pointing, saying, "There it is." So mm-hmm. like. I, I'm wondering if there's another treasure map in the basement and she found it 
Steve, what do you say? Like, deciphered it? give me a location and I can find it or something. Uh, I don't know. So he's probably something he GPS. Who knows? <laughs> and then we see putting an X on a rock, like, doot, doot. and it says, "Looks like a nice big X" or something like that. <laughs> and Marty, wow. wow, wow, wow. Marty says "wow" a lot this year. Just he seems really astonished you at everything what? that's happening. He's the one you want to wow. Yeah. So I'm excited to see. It looks like there might actually be a stone X marks the spot, like, you know, on the traditional treasure map. Could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless Steve just carved it there himself. <laughs> He's got like a can of spray paint. Yeah. Funny. Um, let's see here. Then they Garrett, we get a shot of Gary and Peter. Looks like they're in the swamp area. And Gary says, this is no coincidence. It reminds me of a camp. And he's pulled up an axe. Head, oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I remember seeing that. And Peter looks astonished. <laughs> and it looks it looks well-preserved, too. Yeah, it looked like it was dropped there a few days ago after <laughs> camping. Like well, It's covered in mud, but... Yeah, but, you know, if you drop it. it in the swamp, it's going to be covered in mud. Mm -hmm. So that's that was a little crazy. Okay, uh, and... We're constantly finding tools. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we get another war room meeting and we see that Chris Morford and Corey and Maul are back. Yeah, this would be a good time to go back and listen to our interview with them because I bet you what they present kind of builds off of that. Of course. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see them on the show again. Oh, yeah. We always enjoy those Smart guys. Smart guys. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and their their ideas are just they're definitely really relevant cool. or else they would not be coming back continuously. Yeah. It's just, it's just strange. Like those guys, um, I'm glad we had them on our uh, mm -hmm. podcast. Cause I got to understand their yes. theory better uh, because you know, you can only say so much in you know 20 minute war room or whatever, whatever makes it to the TV when yeah. there's hours and hours that are cut out. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it shows that Rick and Marty really enjoy what these guys put forward or else they wouldn't be back well exactly and so um if they're excited i'm excited exactly and well, let's see here the quote is there's a giant four kilometer menorah in france they built a giant royal arch from the temple mount to oak island and then you hear steve that's impressive and rick <laughs> yeah <laughs> it looked like they were both just stunned so uh, it must be a really good presentation if Rick's even just gobsmacked. It must be. Uh, yeah, I'm excited see. to hear more about I it. I am too. Uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to them after. That'd be great. Come on, guys. guys. Let's have a <laughs> chat. Um, we get a shot of Marty pointing to something in the swamp saying, well, there's something dug here. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Tom. That's it's 100% man-made. I'm reading your notes. And to me, it looks like a cesspool. <laughs> and I'm going, hmm, interesting. Uh, I would not volunteer to dig in that. Oh, gosh, come on. Rick's going to jump in and say, brackish water doesn't bother me. If it's a cesspool, <laughs> it's more than brackish water. But they it found would... a latrine. <laughs> exactly though like it, you know it would be a filtration system i've mm. seen a few cesspools since uh being in the real estate world gotcha. um rick and sorry bill and rick bill billy let bill. me correct that how about on there. how about william a gerhardt that's right A stands for awesome so <laughs> billy yeah. and 
Rick are looking there, and they both look very intrigued. Like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe that was on the same map with the X marks the spot that it could be. Could it be? I it must be another treasure map in the basement. Must be. That that's my thought. All right, so that's kind of it that's for the, the episode. episode. That's the episode. That was the next time on. All in all, I give it a thumb up. Do you give it a thumb up? I give it two thumbs up. Wow, that's three thumbs up. That's a that's lot amazing. of thumbs. I, here, let me get my other one over here. There you go. That's four thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, well done, Oak Island team. Well done, Prometheus Entertainment. Yes. You thoroughly enjoyed us for another week. You thoroughly Man. enjoyed us for another week? Well, did they enjoy sorry, us? Sorry, you thoroughly entertained us for another week. So, thank nah, you. Prometheus enjoyed us for They're another watching week. Watching this right now, being like, these guys are so good. <laughs> They're so crazy. They're so cool. All right. Um, we did have Beyond Oak Island. Yes, we did. And that was a lot of fun. The Wild Wild West with Gary Drayton. West. Yeah. And so, uh, we're going to get more into that later this week. Yes. Right. And um, we do have Plotworthies. Yes. We do. We do. I like you're almost ready. forgot. I think, I think you're ready to I was like, get out. Done. I, I was like, gotta tur- take the turkey out of the bucket, get it in the oven. <laughs> All right. So let's do some clot worthies then. Yes. So last week we had uh, two choices. Yes, we did. And one of them triumphed over the other. Is that right? Yeah. It was um, a landslide, a if landslide. you will. All, All right. right. Okay. Well, which one won? Ready, aim. A drilled stone. Found in the mysterious structure on lot 15. Wow, a drilled stone. So that beat what? Was it leather? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I like the drilled stone better myself. So. Me too. A drilled stone? I'm a big fan of the drilled stone. Hey, that was a big find that. That was that a huge episode. find. Very and, exciting. Uh, the leather, like, it Steve could thought, potentially Steve thought it was still a big be. find. And then Gary's and Laird comes over and he's like, meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> it came off somebody's shoe, dude. <laughs> we've got a lot of shoe talk lately have we we got leather shoes we got ox shoes stiletto shoes <laughs> summer shoes. shoes winter shoes all we right all throwing shoes so we do have clot worthy moments mm-hmm. for this week okay Let's, uh, first one share what the first one is let's go a possible chinese coin short short and sweet okay a possible chinese coin all right so um okay good okay you're and ready? uh it is going up against another clot worthy moment yes Let's hear it a pathway or a track leading from the swamp to the stone structure on lot 15 whoa so we have a chinese coin versus shoes on the track <laughs> a path <laughs> on a path or okay. a track he said interesting yeah okay so those both sound fun i know which one i would choose well, which one you would probably choose. Probably different from each other, and that's okay. Probably. All right, so which one would you choose, listeners out there? Yes. Um, we are going to put up those clout-worthy moments so you can vote on them. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, we used to put them on our Facebook page, but Facebook is not being friendly to polls for yes. Facebook pages. But we're going to put them into our Facebook group. Yes. That's what uh, Deidre, her workaround this week was. Yes. Um, so go to Facebook. Um Type into your search bar. Could it be an Oak Island group? Yeah. Join the group and vote for the clot worthy yeah. moment. You can also vote on Twitter. Absolutely. And that's by finding us on Twitter at Oak Island Pod. Correct. Man, I said that so good this time. I know. I'm really proud of to, you. Like how I stumble over it all the other times. <laughs> and then I have to ruin it by pointing that out. But that's yeah, fine. But it's no big that's deal. That's what you do. 
Yeah. So go to those places, vote for the clotworthy moment. We'll play mm -hmm. the winner next week. Yes. All right. Um, we do have one fun tweet that I'd like to share. Oh, a tweet. Yeah, this, so, this is new. So this is from Patrick and Joe, and this is from Twitter. So at three days to go media. That's okay. their handle. Okay? Cool. And they said they wanted, they chimed in on a possible name for uh, Laird's trowel. Ooh. All right, and they called it the Spade of Colossal Excavation. Oh, that's good. And they said that it's borrowed from the first edition of D&D, &D, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> okay. So the Spade of Colossal Excavation, what do you think? I think that's pretty good. I wonder what its stats are. <laughs> Plus 10 to digging. <laughs> Plus 10 to digging. Plus that's, 50 to intellect. That's pretty good. I like your uh, <laughs> plus 10 to... I, like, I wish I knew more about D&D. I'd listen to a fun D&D podcast, but uh -huh. I never played before, so I don't know all the ins and outs. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's fun. It is. I, I'm sitting here looking for all the other trowel recommendations. Oh, yeah, we had a whole bunch in the chat that one day, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And I'm not sure where... Yeah, you didn't know I was bringing this up. So. I put them... So, oh, wait. Where? So, uh, other people had recommendations of what the trial should be named. What, yeah, because Laird's trial. I, I specifically asked what um, Laird's trial should be named, kind of like uh, Steve has the prison pole of truth. Yeah. And I can't find them. So, I'm, well, I'll have looking. to bring them up later. Well, keep looking. Yeah. Or you can bring them up later. That's fine. Um, I just want to say, hey, Patrick and Joe, thanks for uh, chiming in. Chiming in. That's fun. I mean, the name, the colossal or the spade of colossal excavation sounds real good. Yeah, so it does. I'm I'm in for that. You're in. Yeah. Um, I don't you know, I didn't check, but I don't think we had any emails this week. If you want to email us, please do so. If you have any thoughts about the podcast or thoughts about the episode of the Curse of Oak Island or mm -hmm. even beyond Oak Island, um, you can go to. Uh, or send us an email at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Let's see here. Here we go. Oh, well, it's actually found so some names for here's the, uh, one from Dana. For the trowel. Yep. What is called the trowel old trusty. Old trusty. Um, let's see here. Where else? That I had a. <laughs> oh, the trowel of truth. Trowel of truth. That's which good. I really liked. And. It's a little too close to the prison pole of truth. But maybe they have to come together. There's the digger of the past. The trowel of power. Oh, this is the one I like. The spade of destiny. <laughs> the spade of destiny. Yeah. So that's kind of like the spade of uh, colossal ex excavation. Yeah. I like the uh, spade of destiny. I thought that one was really, really good. Trowel of power. Um, and that looks like that was it. Maybe we should uh, do a poll for that for all the for laird's trowel the maybe what should, we should what should the name of laird's trowel be and then it's like so we have spoken so it is done and that's what his trial's name is and he can't change it right yeah we'll <laughs> send him a like a uh, engraved trowel with its name on it like gold plated yeah that'd be and cool. then he can hang it that'd be awesome and i'd be down for that wear it on his utility belt Mm -hmm. 
he needs like a dustpan for his utility <laughs> belt too because you know they're always using that in the bucket of course maybe we should ask laird what he thinks his trial should be named though <laughs> maybe, maybe he wants to give it no a we just needed to give him these options and be like these are what the people thought the, the people have spoken yeah, for sure <laughs> pretty good anyway pretty sorry good. now that i'm done on that tangent no it's fine you can find us on facebook mm -hmm. facebook.com slash oak island podcast mm -hmm. you also find us on instagram at oak island podcast we're on youtube uh youtube.com slash oak island podcast correct um i want to finish up with a review oh, uh, itunes or not itunes apple podcast review that came in this week and so we want to say very special thank you to dutch girls faves it's a five-star review. It says, great chemistry. Ah. Man, I sure hope so. After all these years, I worked hard on that. You <laughs> did? Know, like 15 years. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. We had great chemistry at the beginning, but we, we fit together pretty good now. Yeah. Yeah. Like a puzzle? <laughs> I don't know. Like an Oreo. Fit good together. Double stuffed? Yeah, that's, that's my part of the Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready? Here we go. So great chemistry. Dustin and Deidre bring the fun in their podcast about Oak Island. They have wonderful guests on the show with some of the people from the hunt, from Laird to Scott. You always feel like you are part of the searching uh, of the search, listening to them tell their stories. Dustin and Deidre also have trivia night that we can play to win prizes. This podcast will not disappoint. Oh, thanks. Dutch girl faves, thank you so much. Yeah, seriously. And we try not to disappoint, so it's good that we're at least succeeding <laughs> on that little at least thing. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Thank you so much. Um. Yeah. Oak Island trivia is Mondays mm -hmm. over on uh, Facebook.com/slash Oak Island Podcast. It'll be about this um, episode this week. Yeah, and then uh, Beyond Oak Island, mm -hmm. they're gonna have a, we're gonna have a probably gonna do five trivia questions based on Beyond yep. Oak Island again, and um. If you didn't check it out, a couple of days ago, we had our uh, usual, uh, well, it's not, it wasn't our usual uh -huh. Oak Island pregame yes. live stream. This time we actually kind of did an interview yeah. uh, with Christian Roper from Beyond, Beyond Oak, Oak Island. Island. Uh, he's a treasure hunter that went with Maddie Blake, or actually Maddie Blake went with him yeah. to Hendricks Lake to search for John Lafitte's mm -hmm. treasure, the silver bars. And um, he took real charge of that uh, chat and mm -hmm. he just he had so much stuff to put out there and so much oh, knowledge man. to drop on us it was great we just let him go and yeah it was great and uh we we chimed in here and there with some uh questions but man he just everybody just loved it like Very everybody inspiring. loved listening to christian uh tell his stories about pirate treasure mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun so yeah if you haven't seen it go to facebook.com slash look on the podcast go check that out it's um you know you'll find it yeah. it's one of the last things it we put up it's a great one. Um, people love having, I, I look forward to having them on again. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, something, you know, we'd like to ask our audience to do is go to sunkensilver.com. That's his mm -hmm. website. And he's making a documentary about um, his findings mm -hmm. and his journey and his treasure hunting and uh, Hendrix Lake. And uh, so we'll get more of that. Um, go there, make a small donation. You know, anything helps a buck, five bucks, 10 bucks. And, um, you know, we did that. Yep. We support him and what he does and we can't wait to see what he does in the future. Yep. Cause he's a, to. he's a cool young guy. Got a big treasure hunting future in front of him. Oh we, yeah. We wish him luck. We hope he finds lots of gold and silver. Yep. He needs an Indiana Jones hat. Yeah. Stat. <laughs> Stat. Stat. Um, is there anything else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I, I feel like I'm forgetting something. 
Nope. Um, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes. Thanks to anybody that was like chilling with us and uh, in the chat. Thank you so much. Um, let's give some shout outs just because we didn't get to do any shout outs on um, the live stream because we didn't pay attention to the chat like we usually That's do, true. like for uh, the uh, pregame. Mm -hmm. So Jeff's here. Janet's here. Susan. We got Jacqueline. Um, and there's a whole bunch. There's like a big long list of uh, people that are chatting in the chat. Um, Franklin. Uh, who else has been chatting? Lynette. We just want to say, hey, anybody that took some time out of their Thanksgiving to hang out with us, thank you so much. Yeah, seriously. You guys are awesome. Um, Jen Campbell, all of you. You guys are great. So thank you. All right, guys. Well, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Yeah. And until, oh, I guess that's yeah, your Yeah, let that's me your do line. it. That's until next time. Could it be?